What's up, Bills fans? It's Blue Mafia. It's your friend, Jer. It's episode 10, if you're keeping count at home. Thanks for listening. I welcome you back if you've been here, if you haven't been here before. Thanks for giving me a chance. Ride out the entire episode with me. First step, we're going to break down Bill's Texans. Kind of a weird week because obviously we know the Texans not very good. But we're still going to break it down. I've got a couple of unique little things in the first segment. And then in the second segment, as you know, on the pregame show, we do the weekly NFL quarterback implications around the league. So we're going to break down five NFL games around the league that are going to be implicative quarterback matchups. You understand me? You understand me, son? Let me know you're with me. Give me one clap. Give me two claps. All right, let's do it. Jordan Poyer, uh, top of the news this week, two-sided. One, not playing, not starting, not playing. Probably uh, would play if we needed him to, obviously, but not playing. Other side, um, I saw a video, I believe it was Channel 2, but one of the local stations and one of the journalists did a nice piece with Jordan talking about his struggle with alcohol and uh, his sort of rebirth and what he's been doing with uh, Western New York kids escaping drugs. And that was really, really cool. And I'm going to check out his documentary, but I guess that uh, is available on Vimeo now. You can stream it, I believe, uh, rent it or buy it maybe for twelve ninety nine. I think. So I will probably be doing that. Uh, so hit subscribe so that I can start doing stuff like that and have it in the budget. We're independent here at Blue Mafia. We do it all for the love of the game. We do it all for the game that gave me so much, gave me uh, personality and, uh, you know, who doesn't love some football? So a lot of action last night around Western New York. Uh, Lancaster fell on the road to Bennett. Crazy. Crazy ending to that game. Uh, but it's it's the best time of the year in my opinion unfortunately winter's coming soon as we sit here in the beginning of october it's uh kind of a great odd day in buffalo but tomorrow the bills will be playing the houston texans and obviously the texans did not plan on having davis the next best thing Mills Davis the next best thing Mills nobody really uh, thought he'd be starting but if you go back and check out the hump day checkdown on the website a was a very highly touted recruit coming out of uh, high school and he had a couple of uh, knee injuries over the years at Stanford which unfortunately probably stagnated his growth as a quarterback but he's got a head on him and he can make a couple throws but obviously the bills seriously outmatching them 17 point spread last time i saw um but i was really looking forward to tyrod taylor being able to have a chance to uh 
get his vengeance same way as I was hoping that Ryan Fitzpatrick would be able to get his vengeance. Tyrod obviously uh, pulled a groin or hammy lower lower leg muscle injury as he was running in a touchdown in Cleveland versus one of his other nemesis former teams. So no Tyrod, even though he was looking extremely explosive and looked like the team was really rallying around Rod, rally around Rod, swag out Rod. I once snuck down to the second row. Can't I would have to look up what year it was, but we were playing the Dolphins, and it was a later season game. Both teams questionable. We might have made the playoffs that year, actually. So it actually was an inc- incredibly... It was an incredibly uh, impactful game if it was the year that we ended up somehow making the playoffs. But I snuck down to the second row. We were playing the Dolphins at home. It was chilly, and I just kept screaming, Swag out, Rod! Swag out, Rod! Swag out! He did swag out that day, and he played very well. I was under the influence of alcohol, so I definitely had a lot more courage that day. But the passion for the game, the love for the game, the understanding of the game was what was really coming out. And that's why I love football, and that's why even though Bill's games do sort of present themselves as a party to a lot of people, I do really love the game, um, which is why I've decided to just stay home this season for the most part I'll probably end up going to one game or two but I can see all I need to see from home but I did see some incredible shots uh the there was a younger younger photographer and he's got one of those really nice new cameras and he's field side and he was he he it's in my Twitter. If you go to my Twitter, you'll see it. But he had these amazing shots of uh, Chase Young, Emmanuel Sanders on a touchdown. Just multiple great shots. Those those new sideline cameras are unbelievable. And he seemed like he wasn't even necessarily affiliated with the uh, NFL yet. I'm sure he will be because he was very good at – framing now those new cameras can make anything look incredible but it was cool to see a younger younger uh creator out there on the field he had a split video where he started it with the the like broadcast shot where he's in the background holding his camera and then it cut to his shot and it was like wow so shout out that kid also i did a little follow friday thing shout out justice general uh joe miller and Mookie Hawkins because they're three of I think the best sort of uh, you know independent I don't know non-network non-corporate non-affiliated I know uh, Mookie is affiliated with radio station and I've seen some video of uh, Joe Miller shooting on location and that's that's just I think really inspiring. And then Justice General's videos, I've seen some of his little edit videos, multiple little like short, when I say little, like shorter cuts, longer cuts, but 
a lot of cool unique highlight cuts uh which you just love to see you love to see people taking taking stuff reusing it recycling it analyzing it breaking it down translating it giving it back to the people so they can absorb it and understand it a little bit better for the next game and that's what it's all about football journalism uh shout out them them three uh <clears throat> i'll probably do that every friday you know but maybe not because i wanted it to be the three real real ones that i i personally follow pretty closely because i follow them all follow all you guys out there all doing a great job the texans probably not going to put up much of a fight in the second half but in the first half they will and you know jordan poyer not playing i'm hoping that that goes for a lot of the team in the second half uh, safety first, I think that's going to be one of the most important things this week is just getting Allen in and out, getting our stars in and out, getting some guys some reps that probably wouldn't in a more meaningful game. And I think the Bills will do that. And, you know, watch out for snipers. You know, you never know who's out there. You never know who's coming for your Frickin' skull. Are you out of your skull? So watch your back out there, 17. Watch your back out there, everybody else. Watch out for the cut blocks, you know, dirty shots, bad teams. They get they get mad when they're down by a lot of points. So be careful out there, Bills. And be careful out there, Bills fans. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned if you want to stick around for the second uh, part where we will do the top five implications around the league because the Bills game just kind of it's not that exciting this week. But you know it's always exciting with the Bills. So we'll see you in a little bit. Here we are now going in the implications. NFL implications top five quarterback matchups for jer here one i got baker versus kirk the vikings and the browns i like that matchup i think they have very similar styles uh stefanski i believe background in minnesota mini but baker not really yet making a big big splash but winning a lot of games, managing an offense, going by analytics, doing all the right things, just like Kirk Cousins does. And these both both these teams have talented running backs, pretty talented offensive lines, a lot of receivers on the outside. And both, well, the Browns' defense looks very, very good, obviously taking uh, a lot of creative blitzes to Justin Fields. But... Two things we're not going to talk about on today's episode. One, the Bears quarterback situation. And two, Brady and Belichick. So it's the only time we're going to say those two things back to the Vikings, Browns. Browns, Vikings will be good. So can Kirk come through? I love seeing the videos of receivers yelling at Kirk. Come on, Kirk! Two, Panthers-Cowboys. Sam Darnold. Who knew? 
is he the real deal? I was able to get Chuba Hubbard back off waivers, even though I dropped him right before uh, Christian McCaffrey got hurt. I picked him up in the money league. I'm probably going to start him. Can he produce at a high level for the Panthers in that offense? Uh, last year, they didn't really use Christian McCaffrey because he was hurt, but new quarterback, uh, second second year with uh, that new head coach, and Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott, as I've said, it's like they're like a perfect combination because Kellen Moore and Dak, both quarterbacks, both leaders, but one clearly physically more <clears throat> imposing and able so you take kellen moore's brain on a stem and put it down through those 5g headsets into the quarterback's skull and you got yourself a really good quarterback that should be a good one panthers cowboys seahawks 49ers uh west coast ball this west coast not seahawks let Russ cook, Mr. Unlimited. What's going on, Seahawks? What's, what's going on, Seahawks? Run game, pass game, defense. Where's the Pete Carroll system? JB, Coach JB, Jason Brown was just talking on Pat McAfee's podcast about Pete Carroll's resume. And it did make me wake up to the realization that he has a championship at both levels. So maybe let Russ cook is getting a little overcooked. Who knows where he'll go if they have a sub 500 or so year. But on the other side, we have Garoppolo and a young quarterback waiting um, honestly, the Justin Fields situation probably saved Garoppolo a little bit of a rope. He is like a mannequin. He has no, like he clearly has a personality, but he has no personality in his game. He doesn't really have the athleticism to make a splashy play but he he plays the way Tom Brady plays but somehow it just looks more boring he never really establishes that continuity with a trusted receiver and they have him both quarterbacks kind of got their backs up against the wall in in a in a familiar place that'll be a good one it'll it'll get crazy defense was both will get crazy in those division games. And then four, I have Teddy Bridgewater versus Lamar Jackson. What a special matchup. Now we will get to see if the Broncos are anything, really, because we know that they have had a good hot start, but they haven't beaten anyone. And if they can beat the Ravens, then they're going to really have people talking and the Ravens could put a beat down on them and, and really shatter some expectations on the other side. Uh, so then five of my NFL implications, I got Derek Carr versus Justin Herbert. Another West Coast matchup. 
Herbie Hancock versus Carr. Hancock obviously already took down Patrick. Can he take down Father Derek? Derek looks really good, and he's saying all the right things. He's like a he's a superstar right now. He's doing very good things, and him and Gruden are on the same page. I will say I wouldn't rather have a team in the NFL with a coach. Sorry, not a coach. My example, the Raiders have a great coach and quarterback going on. Harbaugh, coach quarterback with Lamar. All these teams have pretty decent coach quarterback. One final thought for you around the NFL. Quarterback and defense. Do you have a quarterback that can kill? And do you have a defense that can kill? And we'll leave you right there. That's when you know you're a Super Bowl team. So are the Bills that? I think so. Stay tuned. It's the Bills pregame show with Blue Mafia. Thanks, guys.